goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, indeed, to your Tuesday. If you'd like to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. You know what we're going to talk about. Well, at least part of it. We will not spend all show on it because there is so much other news I have to get to some of it. But let's start off, of course, with the world reacting to the Banana Republic-style FBI raid. As enraged Trump supporters gather at Mar-a-Lago, that was the headline from BizPack Review today. Trump supporters gathered at Mar-a-Lago hours after the FBI raided the former president's home on Monday while he was out of state, asserting that Democrats will do anything to stop him from running for the presidency in 2024. And that is about the sum total of it, isn't it? FBI agents at the behest of the DOJ, the Biden administration, and the January 6th Inquisition, descended on Trump's Florida residence, allegedly searching for classified documents they claim were taken illegally to his home. Now, Donald Trump said, of course, nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. Absolutely, we know that. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. There's a line in this story I do want to read because this is an important thing that we need to put out there right away. This incident is is, uh, reminiscent of banana-style, republic-style regimes where dictators forcibly assault innocent citizens whom they feel are a danger to their power? Yes. Fox News Digital's Match Leach talked to a number of supporters about the raid and what could be a very short fuse on a political powder keg set to explode. Now, this is obviously not just a political witch hunt. It is a provocation. And the provocation is to those of you who believe in America first, those of you patriots out here, those of you who are strong Trump supporters, and you know what the left wants out of this. They would love nothing more to see you protesting in the streets and for this to descend into some kind of a violent protest so they could carry on their January 6th narrative and right on into the midterm elections. And I'm not saying that we would do it or the people on this side. Of course, we all know that the Democrats have plants that would willing to, would be willing to go in to a crowd, pretend 
that they are Trump supporters and start violence intentionally. At least many of us believe that would be the case. So for those people who do want to protest, be very careful. Be very careful about who you speak with. Be very careful about what you post on social media. Be very careful about what pictures you post of yourself in public. Because this FBI, this corrupt FBI and Justice Department has shown the lengths they will go to to track you down if you are an enemy of the state in their eyes. And it's no joke. Judge who approved FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago once linked to Jeffrey Epstein. I saw this story develop this morning as Miranda Devine from the New York Post First, it was just a little tweet about it. Next comes the full-blown story about the Florida magistrate, federal magistrate judge who signed off on the search warrant. He left the U.S. Attorney's Office more than a decade ago to represent employees of the convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. His name is Judge Bruce Reinhardt. He's the one that approved the warrant that enabled the FBI agents to converge on Mar-a-Lago in this unannounced raid. So we've got a linkage now to Jeffrey Epstein. This raid has brought some people to the forefront that I would have never suspected would be defending Donald Trump, including, to a degree, defending Donald Trump as Meghan McCain. The headline of the story with Meghan in the Daily Mail today, if they don't have the goods, raid is proof the deep state wants to destroy Trump. In this story, she says, even never-Trumpers and voters who've cooled on Trump as a political figure were voicing their intense anger. Did you hear that? Even never Trumpers and voters who've cooled on Trump as a political figure were voicing their intense anger over this raid. Political journalists and the White House were caught off guard by the news. Now, that I don't believe. I don't believe for one moment that the White House was caught off guard. I don't believe that you would have Merrick Garland and his corrupt DOJ and the corrupt FBI pulling this off without anybody forewarning Joe Biden about what was going to come. Ms. McCain says, firstly, she's not a lawyer, political analyst, three things she knows to be true. Firstly, the American public has a historically low level of trust in our institutions and the people who run them. Call it the deep state, the swamp, or whatever you please disgust with the bloated self-interested federal bureaucracy is a major reason why Trump was elected in the first place and why people want him to run for president again. Well, whoa, goodness me. This is coming from the pen of Megan McCain. There is an overwhelming sentiment that the people in these institutions are corrupt, politically biased against conservatives and misuse their power for their own political purposes. 
there is an understanding and a belief among them, even the most moderate of Republicans, that power has been abused for political gain. And ultimately, if you are conservative, they're out to get you and everything you believe in. Secondly, says Ms. McCain, we've been given valid reasons over the past five years to believe the FBI has politically motivated figures running it and that the agency makes biased calls. If you don't believe me, Ms. McCain says, feel free to watch FBI Director James Comey's news conference on the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email service scandal just a few months before the 2016 presidential election. She goes on to talk about the past investigations that have been historically unprecedented in their scope, unprecedented in their scope and attention, all of them resulting in absolutely nothing. She has a line in here. She has a line in here that is just really telling in this story. She says the FBI has to justify raiding an ex-president's home if they don't have the goods, if they've not absolutely nailed it. They've made one of the most disastrous mistakes of all time. What I fear, she says, is that if this raid turns out to be a red herring, it rallies Republicans across the party to defend Trump. Well, she's defending him in this, but she fears this will unite the Republican Party. It makes Trump a martyr. Once again, he will be seen as such a threat to the deep state and the swamp that the career bureaucrats who run our institutions, who stop at nothing to try and destroy him. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will be President Trump's next stump speech. (sighs) This is just amazing. Listen to this line, and I'll leave Megan McCain's piece with this. She said the FBI is folking is folks forcing us. The FBI is forcing us all to question them and by recourse defend Trump. And I really don't want to because quite frankly I hate the man. But yet Megan McCain today is Calling the balls and strikes like she sees it. The FBI better have something. And and the reasons that she, she has outlined the reasons perfectly why people do not trust this corrupt FBI and the corrupt DOJ. She's not the only unexpected source. Andrew Cuomo, former governor of New York, says the FBI raid risk undermining the J6 investigations. He says the DOJ must immediately explain the reason for its raid, and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives, or it will be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigation and legitimacy of January 6th investigations. Well, you can forget about that, because the January 6th investigation is nothing more than a political act. It is theater.
President Trump released a video hours after the FBI stormed Mar-a-Lago. It's a four-minute ad. Lays out the devastation wrought by Biden and his wrecking crew, both domestically with inflation and energy prices, as well as the foreign debacles in Afghanistan, Ukraine, touching on censorship and the political weaponization of law enforcement. He had just experienced firsthand. We are a nation in decline, says Donald Trump. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years, where the stock market just finished off the worst half of year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history, and we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. Top Republicans, now you know that something is odd when top Republicans actually take their their tails from between their legs and actually speak. The top Republican on the House Intelligence Committee is demanding a briefing from FBI Director Christopher Wray on the justification for the raid on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Palm Beach, Florida. In a letter to Mr. Ray hours after the raid, Representative Michael Turner said he is unaware of any actual or alleged national security threat posed by any documents in Mr. Trump's possession in the history of our country. This action is unprecedented, the Ohio Republican wrote. Now, Kevin McCarthy also has gone on record. He says, if Republicans take back the House this November that Merrick Garland ought to free up his calendar and expect to spend a lot of time being investigated and testifying. Former New York Police Department Commissioner Bernard Carrick is deathly afraid that if the FBI raid fails to stop former President Trump from running for the presidency in 2024, the next step will be an attempted assassination orchestrated by the left. Now, I had reservations about doing this country. I don't even want to put the thought out there of a political assassination. But this man is the former police commissioner. And he says, if you remember back in 2006, right before he got elected, He said, I was in Washington, D.C. I was at a couple of different social events, and I hear people talking. They said the Democrats want this guy so bad that they wouldn't put an assassination behind it. And I'm going to tell you something. They've tried impeachment. They've tried another impeachment. They've tried one investigation after another. This is about one thing. It's about stopping him from running in 2024. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not into conspiracies. I'm not into anti-government rhetoric. This is the first time in my lifetime that I would say I am deathly afraid for Donald Trump. I would not put assassination behind these people. That from former New York police commissioner. 
We have to take a break. James Golden, A.K. Snerd, we're coming back with you. We've got more calls coming up today. We didn't take your calls, so I shouldn't say more of them. We do have your calls coming up today. We are going to touch on some of the other news because there is plenty of news out here. But I definitely want to hear what you have to say about this unconscionable raid by the corrupt. And you know, those of you that have listened to this program know I have been railing about the FBI being corrupt ever since I got on this show and the DOJ, two of the most corrupt agencies in American history. They need to be swept clean. And we need to start all over again. In fact, I'm all I'm beginning to be in favor of just disbanding the FBI. Just form another agency from the ground up and get rid of the FBI. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Sternley, coming back with you right after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Supremes bring us back on WABC Talk Radio 77, the crown jewel of American radio. This song written by Lamont Dozier along with the Holland brothers, Holland Dozier Holland, Lamont Dozier has passed, one of the great songwriters of our time. This song actually has a funny story behind it. Lamont Dozier <clears throat> said in an interview that this this song, Stop in the Name of Love, came up uh, because he was having an argument with one of his girlfriends, a girlfriend. She was pretty heated up because I was quite the ladies' man, he said at the time, and I had been cheating on her. So she started telling me off, swinging at me until I said, stop. In the name of love. And as soon as I said it, I heard a cash register in my head and laughed. He says, my girlfriend didn't think it was very amusing. We broke up. The only ones who were happy about it were the Supremes. take your calls. I'm anxious to hear what those of you on hold think about these raids. Everybody wants to talk about it. As I said, there's other news out there. We're going to get to it. Nancy Pelosi is saying that the authorities had justification. I'd like to know how she knows. How does she know what the justification was in there? And how does Nancy Pelosi know when Biden claims he didn't even know it was happening? A. This is a disgrace. Now, I understand Izzy tells me we have the Trump... uh, the commercial that he ran right after this. Go ahead and hit it. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation.
This is we the are Trump a nation commercial. that has the highest inflation in over 40 years. Where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history. And we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. True. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan. True. Leaving behind dead soldiers, American True. citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. True. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. Now, now attack We're a nation that has weaponized plants. its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We're a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Ah. Fake news is about all you get. From the mainstream We're press. We're a nation where free speech is no longer allowed. Where crime is rampant like never before. Look at New where York streets. Where the economy has been collapsing. Where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it's taken from the United States to build a military to rival our own. And they are doing just that. We are that. a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to all around the world. Hmm. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country. And it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance because we are americans and americans kneel to god and god alone and it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again that is former president donald trump and that message could not have come at a better time, given what has taken place in this country over the last 24 hours. I know that there's a lot of anger. I know that in some quarters there's a lot of despair and a feeling of hopelessness. People look at what has happened to this country. You shake your heads. You wonder how in the world could this be the same country you grew up in? You listen to all this talk about pronouns in schools and all of these other things where it seems that this country's transfixed 
on things that are inconsequential to its success and prosperity. You listen and you see these leftists define this country in ways that you would never believe. And you look at this government in the hands of Joe Biden and this administration, and you see openly what they are not only doing to former President Trump, what they're doing to conservatives, but what they are doing to your fellow citizens and what they're about to do, raising your taxes once again, choking off jobs, choking off prosperity once again, the same lessons over and over again, and they refuse to learn them. And you wonder... Is it time to give up on the United States, maybe, and just get out of here? No, it is not time to give up on the United States. It is time to defeat these liberals. That's what time it is. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. Mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we. To bring some love here today. Marvin brings us back. Father, Father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the answer, for only love can comprehend. You know we've got to find a way. Kathy Hochul, Democrats demand inmates must now be called incarcerated persons. This is the law. This is what's going on in New York State right now. Just last night, yesterday, there was another attack of a woman on a man on a subway. Just random attack, and then one of these crazy people threw feces on somebody else on a New York City subway. This is what's happening on the subways. There was another hate beating on the subways. There is crime running rampant in the streets of New York City. And what are these Democrats doing? This is what they're doing. Hochul signed into law a bill passed by the Democrats in Albany that replaces the word inmate with incarcerated person in New York state law. So we can no longer say the word in New York state law, inmates, because no, 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 inmates is offensive. We have to call the freaking criminals incarcerated people. This is what the hell is important to these idiots, to these idiots that are running this government. This is total idiocy, and it's on parade. You have people that are dying in their homes, being beaten by these criminals that these Democrats refuse to lock up. 
You have people that have their businesses robbed by these sleazy underbelly criminals. You have kids that are threatened. You have drugs being sold all over the city. And what do these idiot Democrats do? Well, we can't use the word inmate because the word inmate is insensitive. I know. Let's make a law. We must call them incarcerated persons. We're incarcerated people. This is in the same vein as we can't call pregnant women pregnant women. We have to call them birthing people. This is the same law. You can't call a he a he. If their, if their DNA says he, you better not call them a he if they want to be called he, she, z, it, swat, bumblebee, frog, or whatever the hell else they want to be called. This is what Democrats are doing. While there are people dying in the streets of New York and every other blue city in the United States because of their policies. And you know what they're doing in Los Angeles? The DA there, this Gasson guy, right now he's going through death row, saying he wants to knock off all of those sentences, everybody that's been convicted in death row, because it's racist, because the system is racist. I have a story here that outlines some of the crimes that these people have committed that they want to let off in Los Angeles. They don't care. They don't care how much you talk about this stuff. They're going to shove it down your throat, shove it down your face. They don't care what you think. They don't care that you're getting killed. They don't care that illegal immigrants are pouring into this country and costing all kind of money to these state governments. They don't care. They don't care that the borders of the United States at the southern border has been given up and we no longer have national security in our southern borders. They don't care. What they do care about is if you call an inmate a freaking inmate. Because you're not nice if you call him an inmate. This is what these Democrats call governing. They shut your businesses down. They fired you from your job because you wouldn't take their vaccine. Their vaccine that you don't know what's in it. Their vaccine that right now people all around the world are trying to be heard saying, hey, we've got problems with this thing. We've got problems. We've got young people dying in mysterious circumstances who were vaxxed. Will somebody please look into this? We have billions and billions of dollars funneling their way into a selected few hands in the pharmaceutical industry, and who knows who else is making money with this, and yet we have mandates that make absolutely no sense so that children now, young children who have 0% of dying, are being mandated to take this vaccine. We have doctors and nurses whose business it is to help people live, who have been trying to say, give the warning signs that there is something wrong and they are shut down. They're shut down by social media companies. They're shut down by Democrats. They're shut down by the mainstream press. Meanwhile, we have these idiot Democrats, these absolute jackass idiots, telling us that the most important thing is that we stop calling prison inmates, prison inmates, that we call them incarcerated people. 
We have to fire these people, every single one of them. Governor Hochul does not deserve to be the governor of this great state. Eric Adams does not deserve to be the mayor of this great city. These Democrats are insane. I have to calm down. Let's go to the phones, shall we? Larry in Brooklyn, New York. Welcome. You're on WABC Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you, Larry? Yeah, I'm fine. You know, I, I just want to ask a frank question. You know, uh, a lot of cons- ultra conservatives, such as Ann Coulter, who used to be a Trump supporter, uh, broke with Trump because he didn't fulfill his promise to clean up the swamp, among other things. Um, she also claims he didn't complete the wall, but that's nonsense. But as far as the swamp goes, he had a chance to clean up the swamp. It's he who hired uh, uh, Christopher Ray, and he had a chance to, to uh, do what the FBI did to him, to Hillary Clinton, to launch a raid on her premises to get the evidence on Benghazi and whatever else he was looking for. He called the crooked Hillary up the kazoo. I don't understand this man. He hires people because they're tall and good-looking. He hired, Why did he hire Mark Esper, who turned on him? Why doesn't he hire a short, bald guy? I Let mean, me tell you something. Well, he, Let me tell you something. Can we please keep in mind that Donald Trump had no experience before running for president as a politician? He had no experience dealing with these swamp creatures. You have people that for years have been fooling Republicans. They call themselves conservative, and they're not conservatives. They are, they are wolf in sheep's clothing. They are snakes that speak with forked tongue. And yet they present themselves so well. Oh, we're your best friends. Donald Trump from day one, and we know this, had been infiltrated that White House by saboteurs. Many of them were Republicans and some of them were Democrats. The Democrats were openly his opposition in their party, but he had the entire Republican establishment, including Paul Ryan, stabbing him in the back every chance politically, every chance they got. And so, okay, did we like it? No. Yes, he hired these people, but he has made clear that he's not going to make that same mistake again. And so what can I tell you? Did I wish that he would not have hired some of the snakes that he hired? Sure. Some of these people, including some of his own chiefs of staff, we learned working against them. There's a book out now that shows how John Kelly, Milley, all these people in the military were stabbing their commander in chief in the back. It is not entirely his fault that he, and I'm not trying to give him a pass, but I'm just trying to deal with reality. Here's a guy that spent his life in the private sector actually getting things accomplished, not dealing with this swamp. And this deep state swamp goes deeper than anybody could have imagined. So I don't blame President Trump for that. I think Trump 2024, and let's give him one more chance to clean out that hellhole swamp in Washington, D.C. Thank you, though, so much for the call. Let's go to Greg in Manhattan. Greg, what is on your mind this afternoon? Hello, sir. How do you do? I got two questions for you. The first question is, I, I, well, first of all, I used to listen to Michael Savage on the radio for a long time. He's off the air now. Uh, the question is, with Comey, he was paid $8 million by Clinton. Michael Savage had an undercover operative 
and I found out about it, but he can't testify because there's a five-year gag order on him. What do you think about that? Well, I have not researched that, so I don't know that to be true. I would have to research it. I do know this. If you look at James Comey's behavior as the head of the FBI, the man was an utter disaster. And he's another one that was in cahoots to try to stab Donald Trump in the back. He worked his best. Comey is one of the ones that's responsible for putting forward this, this hoax, this Russian collusion hoax. That man deserves to be behind bars, if you ask me my opinion, along with several others in the former administration in key positions. And don't forget that you have a lot of Obama's intelligence people also involved in this hoax, as well as the Clinton campaign. There are a whole lot of jail cells that should be filled with these people that were involved in trying to do a coup. That's what it was, a coup of the presidency. Of course, Democrats don't want to talk about that. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, coming back. More of your calls, more news right after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. Sly and the Family Stone bring us back. That beautiful voice of Larry Graham. Yeah, that's where Larry got his start. He was Sly's bass player. You're never going to hear music made like this again. Here's a flashback. The story is in the Daily Caller. Remember Chuck Schumer warning in 2017 that the FBI would have six ways of getting back at Donald Trump? He actually said it. He said, yep, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being, he's being really dumb. And <clears throat> that is one of the things that Chuck Schumer warned. Hey, our deep state has ways of getting back at you, Mr. Trump. One of the other stories that we've been following is this horrific uh, crash in Los Angeles. It turns out that that contrary to the opening stories on this, that she was drunk, this woman that plowed her car into others on La Brea, she was not drunk, and she did not have drugs in her system. What apparently she did have, according to some, is a long, troubled history of mental illness, and get this, she had been involved in 13 prior automobile crashes, 13, and her lawyers say she has a profound history of mental illness. We shall see how this plays out. California's death row, 
687 inmates. And now this liberal wacko, Gasson, is trying to pardon them, get them into life sentences. You want to hear some of the people that he wants to, he doesn't think deserve their, the sentence that they got because he says it's racist and it's not nice to give these killers the death penalty? You got Catherine Thompson. She hired a man to kill her husband. She wanted 400000 bucks life insurance policy. Don Smith, convicted 1995, and he's still sitting around, killing two men to take their business. Donald Kelly, personal trainer, sexually assaulted, then stabbed his client 30 times with a pair of scissors. Carlos Hawthorne, convicted, 1996, still sitting around, hog-tying a woman and her 16-year-old daughter before shooting them both in the head. Stanley Davis, convicted, 1985, still sitting there, kidnapping, robbery, killing two college students. Anderson Hawthorne, 1982, convicted, killing two rival gang members. But, oh, no, it's racist to actually impose the sentence on him. He's also already filed to resentence Maurice White, 1982, who shot a teenager three times, left him in the desert to die. Why? He wanted to steal $350 from the teenager. Raymond Butler killed two Japanese college students during a carjacking. They were visiting here, carjacked them, and killed them, 1994. He's been sitting around. Scott Collins kidnapped, robbed, killed his boss during lunch hour. All of these families are, are livid, the family members that are left. They, they've been waiting for justice for decades, and here comes this liberal, this liberal sleazy so-called DA, and he's just like, oh, no, I'm going to single-handedly go against the entire judicial system that worked to convict these people and sentence them, and oh, I just think it's racist, so I'll just never mind imposing the sentence. And in New York, we've got this governor and the Democrats, while people are literally being killed on New York City streets every day because they let criminals out of jail, we have these Democrats telling us we can't use the word inmate because that's disrespectful, that's insensitive. We have to use the word incarcerated persons. Linda in Jersey, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. It's James Golden, Boston News Rush Hour. Thank you for taking my call. Um, what a wonderful show you have. I just have to make this statement. Uh, I believe that the FBI agents planted bugging devices all over the president's office and residence, and this is one of the reasons that the lawyers could not be allowed to be present during the raid upon the compound. And your thoughts, please? I have no idea whether they did that or not. It's pure speculation, but... Linda, I wouldn't put anything past yeah, these Democrats. That's how they got I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything past these people. Mm-hmm. So I understand why you think what you think. And I thank you very much for the call, Linda. We appreciate you. Bob in Westchester County, you're up next. Welcome, Boston News Rush Hour. Thank you, Bob. You know, my question is similar to the last caller. You know when I have a crime and somebody plants a gun on someone? Mm-hmm. What's 
What's stopping the FBI from planting whatever documents they want nothing. in those boxes? That they nothing. Put? Nothing. Nothing stops corrupt people from doing corrupt things. Absolutely nothing. I'm not going to accuse them of it because we have no proof that they did it. But what stops corrupt people from doing corrupt things? Nothing. And we have a corrupt through and through agency. The Department of Justice is corrupt, and the, and the FBI is corrupt, and the FBI has been corrupt for decades, going back to the time when that criminal, J. Edgar Hoover, ran it. So nothing stops the corrupt FBI from doing what corrupt people do. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the call. Adam, Florida, you're on WABC, Boston Airways Rush Hour. How are you? Hey, uh, a little outrage, but, uh, you know, trying to keep calm. But uh, did you hear any rumors that uh, Paul Pelosi Jr. was traveling with Nancy on the trip to Taiwan and that she crossed his name off the registry so nobody would know that he was traveling with her? And he was making business deals left and right while he was there. Nope, haven't heard it. And you know what? Yeah. If it happened, I'd love to hear it. If it didn't happen, it's just another one of these conspiracy theories, and there are too many conspiracy theories floating out. I like to deal with factual information. I'm not saying yours isn't. I'll look into it. Thank you. Appreciate the call very, very much, Adam. Randy, Staten Island, how are you? Randy, you're up. Going once, going twice, we're gone. Edward, Greenwich Village. Welcome. You're on Boston Airways Rush Hour. How are you, Edward? Very good. Nice to speak to you, Mr. Golden. Quick comment um, about this thing uh, down in Mar-a-Lago. When you compare the treatment of uh, Sandy Berger, Hillary Clinton, Jim Comey, all these different people that have done the exact same thing that they're accusing Trump of, the one thing that we notice is they're all lawyers, and they all got away with it. And Trump's not a lawyer, and it doesn't look like he's – it looks like they're going to go after him for it. So my They will go after him, but let me just correct you. Sandy Burglar had – Sandy Burglar was punished. Uh, and of all the group that you mentioned, he was punished for going into the National Archives and stuffing documents in his pants and walking out with them. So that was the exception. In fact, I talked about that. I was on with Dana, Dana Lash early today. I love Dana Lash. I was on with her today, and we talked about that briefly and had a good laugh over uh, Sandy Burglar. That's what we used to call him. But you say we have too many lawyers, huh, Edward? Well, I mean, I'm hoping that Trump comes back in 2024 and destroys the, all those bureaucrats and gets rid of them. But more than that, we need to get rid – we have too many lawyers in this government – we, we need more doctors. We need more engineers. We need more guys that just uh, work their whole lives. We don't need all these lawyers in our government, and I feel like that's one of the big problems we're having. Thank you for the call, Edward. I know so many people would agree with you. Middletown, New Jersey, you're on, Mike. What's on your mind this afternoon? Hello, James. It's very clear. Since this was done in, the name, in our name, Show us the warrant that they that they they uh, planted or that they presented to with Trump and his team, and I want to see all of it, not just the first page of it, because both Eastman and Clark, who've also been searched for this probe, were, were given a warrant, but they lacked the attachment detailing what they were looking for. That is mm-hmm. not permissible because that's a defective warrant on its face. Thank frankly, you, Mike. Given the way mm-hmm. they given the way they acted in the FISA case, that they lied four times on the FISA warrant, 
I wouldn't put anything past the FBI in lying on that, that warrant. I wouldn't well. put anything past the FBI. And listen to this, folks. Listen to everybody call here and actually know that their FBI is a corrupt agency. I wonder what it's like for those good agents who work in the FBI who want to uphold the law when they realize that the FBI has lost the credibility and faith of the American, of a large segment of the American people. They're nothing more than an appendage of the Democrat Party. Mike in Staten Island. How are you, Mike? Get right to your point. Time's running out. Jimmy, we're going to try to get you if we can. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, hey you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I just wanted to say, um, I think this is all distraction. What's really going on is um, behind the scenes with uh, the the chip, the new chip bill signing, and Ukraine. Because, uh, like the last caller said, Nancy Pelosi's son was going with the Taiwan. That's really also in Ukraine. And um, I just feel like there's a lot more behind what's going on, and this is just a big distraction. Like a big magic trick. Okay, great. Well, we're playing Rudy's theme in the background. Rudy's show ended an hour ago. That's okay. It's James Golden with you here. May God bless and protect each and every one of you. I'll be back tomorrow right here on Bo Snerdley's Rush Hour. We'll be back at four. Hope you're here too for another day. In the meantime, as I said, may God bless, protect each and every one of you and your families. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.